0: teaching, reflecting, and of course, learning. You are listening to Two Pals Teach brought to you by your favorite hosts, Rachel and Deshna. Join our classroom as we reflect on the successes, challenges, and memories of our time teaching virtually in Kenya. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us today and welcome to our second episode of the Two Pals Teach series. Today we have a really exciting lesson planned and our lesson is on Two Pals Discover Virtual Kenya. So Rachel and I have spent the last month or so um, teaching virtually at Joma Kenyatta University of Agriculture and Technology to over 30 brilliant students and, you know, that experience was just so eye-opening, just from teaching in Kenya to the whole virtual learning experience and today we'll be talking a little bit more you know about how the whole experience was so Rachel first question that I have for you you know let's let's backtrack a little bit what made you want to take this course and you know what were some of the expectations that you had going in
1: Me, I actually had quite a few friends who had done the course previously of course they did it in person but I, even when I was in the interview process um, for a 1220 professor for teaching, professors that I spoke with actually were inspired after taking this uh, Africa service learning course. So I think it was definitely from just spe- hearing from other people's experiences. And I think for myself, I knew that it was something that was really out of my comfort zone. And- right. Yeah. You know, I think we both know from our personal experiences that the most learning and growth comes when we are outside of our comfort zone. Um, So, you know, a lot of my past experiences have been working with more younger children, uh, definitely not as much actually teaching university students or definitely business. Um, But in terms of expectations, I don't know, I, I didn't really have that many expectations going in. Like, I feel like I try my best to do that when I go into something like I I don't want to have such high expectations because I don't want it to be limited to sort of just what I feel like I want it to be like so I think it's like my way of just keeping making sure I'm more flexible in how I'm approaching it and then I find that it always usually exceeds my expectations when I don't have an expectation for it I don't know about for you.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I think the expectations thing that you talked about is 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 really important as a teacher, because like, you have to expect for like, any scenario, which is even mm-hmm. more important in the virtual environment. And this is something Nicole, like, like very openly talked to us about as well, because anything can happen in the classroom. And so it's like, I think having very open expectations in terms of the type of connections you can get, like it just, I, I feel like it it's what really prepared us for success, I guess for me, why I wanted to take this course, um, you know, maybe I'm having some kind of mini existential crisis. I always thought I was going to go into consulting. And I think a small part of me wondered, like, should I just become an educator? And so when I saw this opportunity, I was like, what better way to explore if teaching is a Mm -hmm. good profession for me? And it just made sense that I was able to do it with Rachel, because we've been best friends for so long. And it just felt like something great that we can do together. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm I'm so happy that we did it. <laughs> oh, my know?
1: gosh. I mean, remember in the beginning when I asked you if you wanted to do it and you were pretty – like, you were a bit uncertain because you had your comp sci exams and everything during it. But, like, I think we both came to the realization we're like, no, like, like Deshna has to do this course. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But what do you think was, uh, like, you know, after now looking back, what do you think was the most valuable thing that you took out of our – Africa service learning classes with Nicole we did those two weeks of that course uh, before we actually taught the students in Kenya
0: oh my god I Rach like you know I always talk to you about how taking Nicole's course was like a <laughs> mini teacher's college right yes we, we both we, there we went through like taxonomy of skills And honestly, that was one of the most important things that I've learned because I think in terms of like skill development and growth, the way that we framed our classes were really based on that taxonomy, like starting Mm -hmm. off the first couple of classes, having them state kind of case backs the next class you know draw implications and like towards like the last classes they were presenting solutions I think learning about that kind of development of skills over time was mm-hmm. so critical in the teaching space I think that's one thing the second thing was just like learning about the actual like need for middle management um, in the African context also really helped set the stage kind of going yeah. to Kenya so I think you know having that background information was just so critical. It really was our mini teacher's college, Rachel. (laughs) Oh my gosh.
1: And I'm so thankful that we had, you know, Nicole, like an amazing professor as a teacher, because I feel like we learned so much from just the way that she taught our class. She's incredible. Right. Like taking um, the the type of questions that she would ask where, yeah, it wasn't just simple yes or no answers, but it really got you to just take a moment to pause and to think and take those questions into when we taught as well. So I feel like we learned not just from the content she taught us, but just like watching her teach from, 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 from that aspect. Um, But I definitely agree. Like, I think another aspect I really enjoyed learning about uh, was, was the concept of single stories. Like I know um, we watched that video regarding how it's so often how we can have these single stories that we don't even realize about the people that we meet just based off of different stereotypes and just, like an archetype that we have innately of who they are. And I think learning about it made me, did definitely make me recognize, you know, what single story I had of the typical either, you know, student in Africa, kind of like what we're constantly seeing in the media. And it was so good to acknowledge that before we went into class, um, because we realized that it's just so not Mm -hmm. true. Like everyone is so unique and you can't just put every, everyone in, in under one stereotype because that's all we've experienced from, from kind of media presence, right?
0: Yeah, so. I think my, honestly, like I think the perspective really of just how much diversity there is kind of mm-hmm. in Africa, even talking to students and like what being a student in Kenya meant, like that was something really eye-opening for me, especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, so, you know, I think it really was our first times teaching virtually. So how would you say was, you know the experience teaching online, like both the positives and negatives. <laughs> it was something.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, it definitely was. But honestly, I think it went a lot better than I had expected. Yeah. You know, there were so many things which came up with teaching online that we didn't expect, and we sort of had to pivot and you know learn on the spot. Which, of course, we'll talk about in our more challenges episode. But if I had to share about you know both the positives and the negatives. I don't know. I think the only negative for me was just, like, having to wake up so early because of, like, the time difference. You know, we were up at, like, 6 a.m. because we could teach at 7 before work. And, you know me, like, I like to have my normal, typical routine. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, once we actually got in class, like, as tired as I would be sometimes, like, all the positives, aspect that they just came in. Like, the students were so engaged. And you realize that, like, the screens don't really limit the learning and the growth that takes place. Totally. Totally. Yeah. You're still reading like the same cases, right. You're still answering the same questions or getting them to go through the same material. Um, yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I think I really it, it was a lot of bet with how like perspective wise of how we view the situation, like the virtual yeah. environment really yeah. gave us the opportunity to engage students who are maybe more quiet to participate and like hundred, use yeah. like polls and chats and um, I think we are able to use Slack to even get them to deeper so much more. <laughs> that was something that you brought up, you know, as a really great tool to use. So, um, yeah, I think, like, the students got so much out of it, more than I had expected. And, you know, hopefully we're able to go in person with them next year. But, yeah, yeah I mean, for you?
0: I think it really tested our creativity. I think, mm-hmm. if anything, it really tested our creativity because – I think, you know, all of a sudden you're in an environment where you're gonna have some students who have constant connection, you're gonna have some students who don't, right? Like that's the first barrier. So I think the first step was just developing like, you know, for the students who might not have strong connection, what type of asynchronous activities, um, do we have? And then we have the situation of just like in the classroom, like you have students who are actively engaging and who students who might not be engaging as much. And then what are some of the other digital strategies that we can do around that? Like, I think that's where, you know, having polls and having activities where, you know, students might feel more comfortable inputting really came to play. It was Mm -hmm. interesting because I think we really saw each of these challenges, um, As an opportunity and I think it comes back to the whole thing you said Rachel about expectations like I think you know we expected challenges but at the same time we knew that we would treat this like the real deal like we would treat this like we were actually in Kenya and the students would tell us this the students would say Rachel Dashna it really does feel like you guys are here with us right and so I think there's a lot there's a lot to say about this program really going beyond the scope of just the summer learning program because I think when people realize that human connection beats mm-hmm. any type of, you know, digital separation. There's so much that can come from it. There's, yeah. there's just so much that can come from it. Yeah. Oh, yes. 100% agree. And, you
1: know, we both also taught these cases when we had our two-week course in the beginning to our fellow classmates. So I'm just curious for you, how did teaching the students in Kenya kind of differ from, you know, when we prepped our classes and, or even when you taught as a TA yourself? Um, from our typical ivy students
0: yeah i mean i can only i guess like speak to my actual students because i you know we got the chance to interact with i guess like 30 or so students something that was really um interesting about teaching the students in kenya is you know we sent out this preliminary survey asking them why they wanted to take this course and so many of them came back and said like i want a better kenya I want mm-hmm. a better Kenya. And like, it's something that they talked about in their preliminary surveys. It's something that they talked about in their graduation at the end. But all of these students are really looking at, looking to business as a tool to like better their communities at the end of the day. And it was something that was really heartwarming to see. Like the whole concept of Ubuntu was so strong with the students oh, because yeah. they really they really felt like the, the, the strongest way of being the best leader that you can is like through through community right I think I yeah. think that was like one aspect of I think teaching students in Kenya that really um it, it really made a, a big difference the other thing I'd say was the the, the students in Kenya loved Pestle they they <laughs> love they love Pestle and like it's so it funny because we like hate Pestle Are we yeah, like so
1: you know just like overrated or they're so
0: proud of like the different things that make up their landscape right like whether it's their geography like whether it's the type of like technology you know been the biggest difference for me at least when when I taught them what about you what what do you think
1: no I definitely agree like I think they brought in so many different perspectives and different way of thinking from the typical ivy students and i i really like resonate with what you said i was so surprised by how much they brought in that concept of community and giving back which i really love um and it makes sense i mean these students they were all voluntarily taking our course right like they were in the middle of their exam period um yeah. these were students who are like high achievers like you know, they really wanted to learn and they were, you know, really smart. So I'm a lot like um, first
0: in their family to go to university, even right?
1: Yeah. So very different than, you know, our typical students that we I guess like we've taught like in our class um with our peers. But
0: yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it I think if I had to kind of sum up this episode, it really felt like there wasn't a screen in between us and the students. And I think at the end of the day that was something so important because it's all about perspective at the end of the day. If you truly believe that the connection can maintain with students Mm -hmm. amongst any type of struggle that you have, then the experiences that you can create are just incredible. And Mm -hmm. yeah, that wraps up series two on Virtual Kenya. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yes. See you guys next time. This episode was brought to you by Two Pals Teach. Until next time, keep teaching, reflecting, and learning. We'll see you back in the classroom next week.